Hey guys, we are back with a new podcast today, a new episode. Today we are focusing on how this quarantine time has affected the lives of an engineering student and a medical student, and how our experiences have been in the past, um, let's say, three months, three to four months now. So. Basically, just to explain the situation right now, we both are in Sali and we are with our families. Uh, we are safe, but even in Sali, there are there have been a lot of cases. And everybody here is wearing a mask. Everybody is following social distancing, and it has become a new normal for us at least. So we don't go out of the house a lot. We go out. just to buy something that is extremely essential for us and it has become a way of living more than anything else and i never thought we could get here i never thought that it would be a normal for every indian to have to wear a mask i always thought that it was for somebody else some other country which had worse situations than us but now because of the times and how it has changed we are we have to follow these basic right. social guidelines and mandates all right so we have been following a lot of uh, social distancing uh, mandates we have been following we have been wearing masks everywhere even the so we have been the masks that we have been wearing have been So initially I started wearing a homemade mask. Then I moved to an N95. But turns out that is also not good enough to keep the virus out. Wolf. Uh, with a wolf. So, so when we are talking about this this situation, uh, as an engineering student, I can I can just see. Yeah, this is the case, and this is how you fix it. So it becomes it is natural for me to think that yeah once. uh you get into contact with somebody who is positive it is very uh, so you are bound to get the d- uh, disease or mm-hmm. the virus right so from a medical stand of view, uh, standpoint how do you think like how do you explain it to a layman mm-hmm. that yeah this this is how it is and this is how we should we should we should behave and how long do you think this virus should uh, this virus can affect our lives and also nobody knows about this virus still hmm. a lot yeah. so how do the researchers go ahead and think of yeah let's fix this and how do they fix it how do they come up with let's say vaccines i know that's a lot of, of questions but yeah first of all it is not a linear curve like we don't go from like discovering a vaccine like seriously like really linearly what i would say and uh, if i had to just summarize all of the things that are happening in this 5 5 6 months whatever i would just like briefly tell you on this okay so on the 31st of december i remember we were having our like new year party and that was the time when uh, i heard in the i like i saw in the news about the patient zero in uh, wuhan district of china then uh, afterwards in january i think our until february in india there was nothing like no news about covid 19 being a like very serious issue and let alone it be a like potential pandemic okay 
afterwards like they tell us about like the pneumonia based symptoms what covid-19 has afterwards uh, the chinese doctor lee van long he gets the virus he just he like he acts like uh, you know a uh, resonating guy who just passes on the information he rings the alarm okay basically how how deadly the virus is afterwards europe in like i think uh, in march i guess i came back here in march uh, at my hometown and in march suddenly europe is becoming the epicenter of the disease italy spain they are the worst hit countries afterwards i think in march 27th or march uh, 15th to be precise new york becomes the new epic epicenter of the virus okay and trump is like in denial like how it can happen to americans america is not like he still i think is in denial to be honest yeah. till this day yeah. he thinks like one day virus will appear disappear how it is it is not so stupid but still okay and uh, i first of all i just hate to just say it but i don't think that china is like being very honest about their cases okay i think like us has currently 5.2 million cases out of them i think 165 to be precise they are already dead and reportedly 40000 new cases are added today meanwhile china has reported only 30000 cases and i mean 30000 dead people i don't buy that shit no so i don't think uh, it is fair any country for us to judge what the situation is yeah yeah because we can only judge on what information we receive from the millions of filters that the information yeah, yeah, comes through I, i agree with you but like china like so this... yeah maybe that is obviously hmm. it does not make sense that things don't add up add up hmm. but we cannot just say that yeah this is a chinese doing this as well hmm. what i honestly think is whenever there is something that goes wrong hmm. everybody wants somebody to blame yeah so i'm not saying that china has not done it yeah i'm saying that it is very easy for everybody to blame it on somebody hmm. but there are very like controversial things and obviously i won't get into the yeah, you know yeah, the yeah. theories of it yeah like china being like domestic flights they are banning but international flights they are still keeping i don't want to get into it but anyway like how do you think this uh, pandemic has affected you as a person mm-hmm. i mean what are the positives and what are the negatives to be like just to get these in you know differentiate them properly yeah. what the positives do you think you have faced um, i mean you have observed about the pandemic so negatives so personally negatives have been i've been in the same city as my friends and have not met them in a long time so i think every i'm not exactly extrovert in that but um but i think a social structure is very important for any human being absolutely and uh, i think a loss of that has affected a lot of people and especially people who are extroverts and mm. who like to mingle with people yeah. so that is the first thing that i have seen in myself mm. so other than that i think i have i've tried to take it very positively because as you know i read a lot of books and uh, yeah. i i try to make myself busy keep keep myself busy, busy firstly and secondly hmm. i try to be there uh, so i try to let's say whenever i'm try- working hard the goal is not to work hard for today hmm. work hard for a time when the times are very tough all right all right, all right. 
So I took it in that way that yeah, I have been working to towards this for the longest time. Yeah. And I have to make the best out of it. Mm. So if you like logically think about it, is that you get five months, you get so usually when you are setting up a new habit, you think you have so many variables. Mm. So all the variables are cut when you are in a travel time situation. So I try to. develop a lot of good habits that will better align with my goals firstly right. secondly i try to learn as much as i could hmm. so i learned a lot of things that i did not are firstly not my core competence like okay. video editing hmm. or um, let's say photo editing or the flyer management hmm. so these are all maybe feathers in the hat they are not exactly what uh. my core competence is So I never thought I could get so much time to work on that. Interesting. And I, I I got so much time and I have been learning a lot and I don't think I'm perfect at any of them but at least I am at a position where I can think that I can be a bit confident that yeah if I want that I want to go deep into that yes I can learn more about it and I know a few resources where I can learn from. Right. So this is how I have taken it. So this is the positive side, and the like keeping out of your keeping out of touch with your friends, close ones, is the negative side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, so rather uh, this has been become my personal uh, this thing. So if we talk about let's say a social, uh, social global, I would say, yeah, global, global way in which the COVID uh, the pandemic has hit us hmm. us as humanity has been. What do you think about restaurants? So, I think restaurants yeah. and uh, the hospitality services have been hit the worst. Service sector. Yeah, service yeah. sector. We no hospitality. So, service sectors can service sector can also include hmm. things like Zomato, Swiggy, which are booming. Hmm. So, there is a part of service sector that uh, service sector that form. is booming. Yeah, that yeah. is that's called uh, this thing, um, hospitality. Okay. So cafes are off. Hmm. Starbucks must have lost so much money. So much money yeah. CCD must have lost so much money. Yeah. So, I think restaurants are the worst hit because they are privilege oriented more than essentialists. What do you think will be like? Uh, you know, uh, I would say the worst hit sectors based upon the restaurants, small sectors. I mean, small restaurants. Yeah. Or like restaurant. uh, startup restaurants. Yeah. I know a place uh, near my place in Pune mm-hmm. where, where one of my friends started a new hotel. Okay. And yeah. I, I think he started it in January mm-hmm. 2020. And I God don't think I don't uh, think he has gotten a single customer because is, seriously, even I have a friend of mine who was my schoolmate. I mean, like senior of mine, but in school. Yeah. And he started his own like he did some chef thing and he started his own thing in Sangli. And obviously, in January started afterwards. We know what no. is happening. It is tragedy in a way. And a lot of people are suffering. We are just and lucky that we are in the place where we are yeah. because we have a house to come back to. We have a family that actually cares about our well-being. Hmm. We have a good set of friends that are positive, positiving mentally positive. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, We have a social structure that is possible to survive mm. even 
when we don't meet each other for example if there was no internet it would have been worse than yeah. what it has what it is i think internet is like a two-edged sword in this scenario we will get on to it later but yeah but uh, i even i i saw this save restaurants dot cooperation thing i mean like yeah. it is like a charity thing yeah, yeah. which is going on to just yeah. save the local restaurants yeah so anyway getting on with it i think economy had been uh economy i mean in terms of like stock market financial yeah. thing i would say in the beginning of the lockdown it was very badly hit and i remember when economy i mean the stock prices and the stock market had been into like going down i remember buying super avenue super a supermarket i mean a supermarket basically it is a mother company of uh, dmart okay with a strategy that whenever the lockdown will open now nobody thought it will like stay on for like weeks and months no. i thought it will be like almost like one month maximum and I, at that time i thought about strategizing like i will invest into dmart because once the lockdown is over everybody who is staying home first of all to like get the resources they will come to dmart and then buy then i remember like promptly investing in 2d mart okay. but afterwards i think when the stock market has been growing recently yeah. in these like 3 4 weeks i would say yeah but do you think it is an uh, i would say irreversible change i don't think so because stock market will fall and it will rise eventually yeah so just to be clear hmm. a lot of things are so for somebody who's watching this Maybe after the, uh, listening to this after yeah. let's say uh, a year or something i want them to understand that this is what we are told right now hmm. they are told that restaurants are not going to recover hmm. the economy is not going to recover yeah. the flights are not going to recover everybody is going to go bankrupt everything that is non essential is going to go basically like irreversible changes there so yeah these are not These are, you cannot get these things back. Even I don't this. think so because in 2008 I remember the financial crisis, yeah. global financial crisis. I don't think like because it is not a linear thing. I I agree with you, but uh, even I think like as the as we progress as a mankind as a humanity, I don't think economy will like devour. It will keep up with the humanity as we yeah. go upward. After the pandemic, what do you think will happen? Like, I really, I would say now we have played football. Okay, sometimes we play even like, like not giving examples like far away. Like suppose we we have been playing table tennis almost daily for three months now. Yeah. How many times have we shaken hands or like yeah, yeah, with yeah, each other? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Even like watching nowadays football like uh, previous matches, you just freak out seeing them in such a close vicinity. Yeah, and people fans sitting so close to each other without no mask. Yeah, I think it has become like a psychological psychological cue. cue. Whenever you see that, you're like, oh, yeah. So I think this is the brainwash that has happened in the last four months, five months. That whenever you see something. that is 
that that does not follow social distancing or wearing a mask it has a f- so you see that it is a new normal yeah, it's not you yeah. you feel uh, oh my god what is it how is it i agree so yeah i think that has uh, that is the biggest difference that i've seen in myself okay that i never observed how close people sat on a uh, maybe on a table or something or on a, on a match mm-hmm. uh, this thing but this is how it has changed and i remember 100 years ago when the spanish flu spanish flu had come out 1918 exactly yeah. almost 100 years yeah so that time uh, when uh, i have seen a few photos mm-hmm. where people were wearing masks to go and watch the matches okay so it was very similar i don't know how it was how bad it was but it was very similar to what we are going I through yeah, yeah. so I, i think a lot of people so it is just a Get good thing right now i would yeah. say <laughs> so it is a good thing that we have that documentation in the past you know mm. because it gives us hope that we can get yeah. out of this yeah and because finding hope in such a bad situation is very bad that's mm. very hard yeah and different for example obviously spanish flu was much much more worse than covid 19 yeah yeah many people have died due to spanish flu in a tragic way yeah. and i would say covid 19 has very decent recovery rates at least in india they are very good yeah but if you get to the extremes okay so the woke people what we call okay they are like i will give you example okay uh, two months ago when i went to my farm i mean my village their people were so terrified of this virus okay they were like they if you if imagine if you show your grandmother the movies like contagion i would say okay she will freak out if you tell her that a virus similar to this is in the world it is being like it is spreading so vast and so rapidly in the world right now she will freak out but if you tell this to a guy living in a like metro and if you tell him the statistics uh, statistics stats i mean say i mean uh, yeah the mortality rate i would say it in the beginning it was 2.5 guess yeah 2.5% mortality rate percentage whatever so if you tell him the same thing he would say probably like okay 2.5% doesn't seem like a big deal to me i would get it i would contract the virus but if there are very huge chances that i would uh, i mean defeat it right yeah 80 so what is 98% 98% chances that i would like just defeat the virus so people at that point of time get more i would say like they just they just don't take the virus that seriously karens of americans not uh, like arguing to wear the face masks okay and if you compare them to the people who are in villages who are not that much like educated enough but they are very what you can say like they are terrified because of the virus uh, and I, i think they they just maintain social distancing quite 
I mean, a lot better than what we yeah. assumed them to be. Like village people, they don't know anything. Yeah. They just, just, they just can't go without social distancing. We think about that, uh, like that way. But I've seen in my village at least. Yeah. they follow instructions and guidelines much better than what we people do i think it is about faith in uh, the yeah. government yeah and how i think indian government has done an excellent job of spreading the awareness. world around yeah yeah awareness awareness about how important you wearing a mask is hmm. not to you it is to your loved ones yeah how much people who don't wear a mask the people they love so basically what narrative the government has been pushing is wear a mask for the people you love yeah, yeah. rather than just for yourself yes so i think it is a massive and a lot of people i think that maybe most of the people i see around mm. are wearing a mask yeah. and 100%. i think it is massive i think it is massive for a country like india mm. to reach to its 1 billion people it's not easy at all hmm. more than 1 billion people. almost 2 billion now yeah, almost it's, it's not easy at all and once you start thinking about the amount of people that there are hmm. and it is so hard for anybody to follow these rules hmm. you start thinking about how less the cases and how how the country together has fought the virus oh, yeah. yeah and i think it is massive and i think this is maybe a positive that you can take that hmm. st- the country stood together in an integrity uh, yeah yeah, yeah. i for any so definitely they yeah. say that you the only way to test a vaccine is to put it in the vaccine <laughs> so i think indian community has been tested very much good code bro and so i think it is it is massive for indians to have faith in what they are saying hmm. and they are seeing change yeah. so initially because of the lockdown there were no cases what a lot less cases less than what we faced problems occur because you are not able to communicate what you are doing the same thing we talked the other day about uh, leadership skills yeah yeah to jock willing yeah, yeah. so it is extremely important hmm. and moving so this communication and this communication becomes very important not only on a macro scale but also on a micro scale hmm. so for example if somebody is suffering through mental health issue hmm, hmm, hmm. because of the covid i because of this virus i think it's a lot bigger problem than covid itself because a lot of people are undiagnosed in this yeah. uh, in and i don't think there are good enough test uh, equipments to diagnose mental health problems I don't know a lot of uh, health uh, this thing there you is might a doctor who uh, doctor sushmita pandey i guess okay she has like in quote in quote more than 50% of the population of india 
who died due to suicide they are the cases that are undiagnosable mental uh, they suffer from undiagnosable mental illness you think about it, more than 50% and india we already know it tops the surge of uh, the cases of the number of people who died due to suicide in the world yeah okay already we have like we top the rank among the most suicide countries you know why it is what i think it is mm-hmm. mental health is directly proportional to the size of the family okay so mm-hmm. let me give you an example if i am a kid okay mm-hmm. let's say 12 13 whatever so i always need some kind of support okay. from my family okay so if i so india is a, a family that uh, india is a country that has that has been known to have joint families forever okay so whenever you think about it that yeah i so i needed with that and my grandfather was there mm. the basic counseling that happens it starts mm. from home so i'm feeling these things mm. this this girl said this to me let's say i'm 14 and some girl said no to me or something okay so i can go to my elder brother mm. he might not be the best counselor there is yeah. but he will be the person who will tell me that yeah you do this i i went through this nothing will happen chill so this confidence this faith that he shows in you mm. is very important and it will yeah. give you a chance uh, it will it will reduce the chance of you having a mental health problem mm. because you are constantly being counseled right 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 so this at is at least you are getting like throwing up your point towards them yeah. i mean you are communicating at least yeah commu- so, and that is the key right you need to don't get a good solid in the advice at no, least you are communicating you, you are as you are related to him so much mm. you like let's say he's older than you mm. you look up to him then you then are you bound are, to get a good advice yeah <laughs> you you think that yeah he has he is right and you know he has good in his heart right mm. he won't say something just to hurt you yeah. uh, so just to find a way to help you he will do something just to find a way to uh, do something where let me rephrase he'll do everything he can mm. to find a way to get you out of the mental problem that you're having yeah. Yeah. so i think this is become so recently let's say in the last 30 years mm. families have gone from let's say 40 people in the family to four people in the family and this has our indian brain has not coped with that hmm. and that is why we are having such huge mental health issues and these suicides happen mostly because people are not getting the kind of help that they deserve and that they expect because such it's a it's point. it's it's in their dna right because all of them so i'm so giving my example so in my in my family we are four people my parents my little brother but we are so connected i think we are like 120 people in our family uh, and we are everybody so close to each other okay and nobody is in a position to say that yeah don't talk to me or there's no there are no massive fights that provide, so that prevent you from talking to them right. everybody is open to talking and i think that is that has become a big point for me for for my mental health But at least now as i see like most of the teenagers okay they have a huge problem with communication yeah if you talk about i will talk about my friends okay i won't name them but yeah let me just tell this to you okay first of all i think 
the social media I watch, the the notes what they are built around. I have some of my friends. Okay, my best friends. I have some of my best friends who we talk only on our call. Okay, we never text each other. If you open my WhatsApp and you see the search that person, we have barely like two three texts. But they are my best friends. Now the thing is, people don't want you to call them. They just want they can just sit on their phone texting you for two hours. But they don't want the other person to call them and have a good, real discussion, genuine discussion about like for thirty minutes. Yeah. But they can waste their whole two hours texting you. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Yeah. And I think texting is the worst way to communicate with the other person. If you compare it with obviously meeting up a person in reality in ordinary real a real life is obviously the the greatest thing. But at least a talk or I would say a video call with your best friends. That just like it shows that you are, uh, I would say, yeah, serious enough to have yeah. a real conversation with other. Yeah, even I have a couple of friends mm. that I talk to. I don't know Pre-pandy. bi-weekly. Okay, we have a like a video call. Mm. In, mm. Uh, one of my friends is in Bangalore. One of my friends is in Pune, mm. and. Uh, I think that is one of the best things. So I did not know that it would help a lot, but it actually started helping me once I started talking to them. Yeah. And we don't text at all. Yeah. Even like close friends like Yash and Prithvi, mm. we don't text at all. That we meet, and mm. that is why. And I think uh, so. Maybe last year, I mm. no three years back. Three years back, I stopped using Instagram altogether. Okay. okay. So I think that has helped me massively hmm. because I started comparing myself to these standards, these hmm. weird standards, hmm. and a few people can handle it very well. Like my other friends, they can handle it very well, but a few cannot, and I'm I I am the person who cannot, hmm. and I don't like. So I start getting those thoughts that yeah, I should post a picture of this. Because maybe I maybe these people will like it. Yeah. Maybe I should do this. Maybe that is what they'll think. Maybe I'll 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 put this and then I'll write this. They'll think that is funny and I'll get like twenty likes. Mm. So something like that. And it started haunting me. Validating other. I mean, validating yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. And it it started haunting me. And as Gogan says, mm. the more comfortable I got, the more uncomfortable my mind got. I think I think social media isn't to blame here. I think the people are. I mean, the the new approaches what people are. And I also think like there are so many memes about the introverts. I mean, the the example what I said just now. That people can talk to you on chat for two hours, but they won't call into a call like a serious call for thirty minutes. Yeah, I think you see so many memes nowadays about the same thing. Okay, and also, I think this, I think huh. what exactly should not be um, preached, not preached exactly, but. What should not be promoted is promoted. So, for example, we had a cat, and we used to give her um, normal chapati and uh, bhaji. Okay. She used to eat. She was a brilliant cat. So she used to yeah. She she used to eat it and everything. But uh, one fine day, we just decided let's try giving her cat food. Okay. So she started liking the cat food so much that she, she stopped to, eating chapati. Yeah, she stopped eating chapati altogether, and she started like she knew where the this was the cat packet was. was. The so she used to go there. She used to wait there. Literally, she went crazy over the cat food. Hmm. 
I think this is what has happened to our social media. Dopamine hit. Huge dopamine hits that we get from this social media. I think everybody talks about it, so I don't want to talk about it a lot. I I think that that is why I quit social media altogether, and I try. I was to talking to a, like a friend of mine. That is the other thing about social media. Like you meet some of the people. Like I met one girl on social media like very recently. And she has like a different perspective about the world, okay. And we just connected very fast, okay. Uh, so uh, she was telling me about this like yesterday night only. Like uh, she's about to quit Instagram because she's like a new uh, person to Instagram. She's about to quit Instagram because she can't keep up with the you know the bullshit that is going on. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think that is a very valid point. And also I would say, uh, you know how decisive it is, like. Uh, for look like, of uh, let's take an example okay if you are dating somebody and if uh, like you are sorry you are not dating but you are looking for a date to go on okay social media is such a i would say a bad chance to like guess somebody okay if you you stalk your photos you stalk their profile which is like they don't put the bad things or they just don't put the uh, real part of uh, real side of the person you know, they just want you to see what you know they they want to achieve in their life yeah, like yeah. if if a person is not at all fit then also he will post something about the gym and yeah. uh, the 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 stalker or whoever sees his profile is bound to see like okay this person is really interested in this even though in reality that person might be fat as fuck but yeah <laughs> but yeah i think yeah yeah so i think there is a lot of pretension and i yeah, think yeah. there is a lot of talk around this yeah. so I don't think Let's we are the yeah. I don't think we are the best people to talk, talk about it. But Maybe you want to mental fit, uh, health. I mean. Yeah. So you, this, this transition, what I was talking about, <laughs> why did we get on social media? Is because of the mental health problems right. and how this social media has become a substitute for like joint families and. You don't. You just get the dopamine. You get just get the positives from it, and you don't get any negatives from it. And that has become a huge problem because there has to be a balance always. So when I so when I was thinking about how people are recovering and what is happening with people who let's say have some addictions, let's say. How are they coping up? I saw this amazing like stats. Okay, first of all, I would like to tell you about the the things that are happening. I would just address it. The the suicides what we are facing in our country due to I mean post lockdown and not post lockdown. I would say during quarantine. Yeah. Okay. So I read this article. It says like obviously we know how suicides are getting very rough in our country from uh, the 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 scenario of like Sushant Singh Rajput committing suicide. And that was a point when everything like uh, everyone turned their eyes to mental health and mental fitness. I think we both we just respect the way and we should respect the fact we we won't get into the you know the personal life of whatever that there has been. But I would say uh, first of all I will talk about the stats. Okay, I read the stats in quarantine the first week. Okay, who like the suicides that the people had committed? There are Primarily because of alcohol withdrawal. Yeah. Okay. So who, were, who the people who are addicted to alcohol in the first week of lockdown itself, when they start when they stop getting like the availability of alcohol was like I would say in six months. Yeah. The first week, 
you did not you did not have any access to alcohol at all yeah the suicide went up that time the second and the third week what people saw i mean the what we know from uh, from what we hear and about what we saw around is people who were very afraid of getting contracted by the virus yeah. and they preferred to die by committing suicide instead of getting the virus itself yeah okay this happened in second and the third week yeah in the fourth and till ongoing day whatever suicides are there they are basically because of discontent in a person's and which is more or or this is don't feel valued enough yeah okay some i would say first of all let me just emphasize this we all have these days when we feel like we are not valued as much as we deserve okay yeah. and i think that should be the new normal for everyone who is listening to this i think it is not a big deal first of all we all have days that we feel depressed about Kobe Bryant says, "You get on with it. You, you shoot a few airballs. You get on with it. You're not that important." <laughs> and I think, okay, in the normal world and in the normal life, it would have been like you, you are, you are life of a party, and you never had a depressing day. But in lockdown, I think it is like it is happening with everyone. And it it has become a great reality check for yeah. a lot of people, lot of people, and how their uh, uh, lives. 100%. It should be uh, like how their lives might be for the rest of their life. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. How uh, do you think that the like the negative of the lockdown in terms of like global thing? Um. Okay. Just just keep up with the economy. Just keep up with the depressing side. I mean the you know the mental breakdown whatever people face now. Yeah. I think honestly speaking, I am not able to play tennis tennis as much as I can. <laughs> that is why it has become a very uh, negative for me but globally speaking i cannot speak for everybody but people have become more i i think i don't think the, the negative obviously is the people dying for from like Also not not fear and the, you know, yeah. the terrible things that are attached to people dying yeah from covid 19 first and secondly people who already have some health issues hmm. they they fixing out they doing their own thing they are not getting the kind of help that they deserve all of this mm-hmm. this is a massive negative and i think uh, what has been the worst hit is the education system hmm. in india at least what i've seen so as you i think i've mentioned this before i'm i'm doing i'm going to do my masters this year i'm starting my masters i'm new york i'm moving to new york and i was supposed to move in august yeah. but now i'm moving to moving in january hmm. so i have I've been to the ground reality of all of this. Hmm. So in January it was on so January 2020 I was like yes I've got accepted. So happy about it. Yeah, <laughs> so happy in April Sunday evening and all of that. Okay. But now as the things have turned around and the economy now we get into the like, yeah. So you I can see a lot of things that education Uh, so for example when i think about moving to new york i never thought i would have to think about let's say the economy of america okay. because i thought it was permanent and mm-hmm. i did not think it would change yeah 
That is the first thing. Secondly, healthcare. I did not think that I would have to think about my healthcare, mm-hmm. and now I have to, and it has become a massive thing. Mm-hmm. That is the second thing, and not only is America suffering from this educational problem, like how do they move ahead? How do they conduct exams? What do they do? Because you cannot have exams at all because there are. Basically, it's a gathering of students, and yeah. students are stupid inherently. <laughs> so you cannot ask them to do certain things. Uh-huh. So how do you how do you figure it out? That is the first question. Secondly, how did so America has a lot less population than India. Mm. India has massive population, and they have I think I think around lakh around. I'm assuming around ten lakh institutes all over India okay. that are functioning right now. Acha. So let's say schools that includes schools, that includes universities, mm-hmm. that includes everything. So how do you how do you fix this? Because our education system is already broke. Mm-hmm. Because I have suffered through it all my life, mm-hmm. and I'm the person who was never good as at academics and. I don't think it is important enough to be good at academics. Okay. Uh, if you are not liking it, hmm. I didn't. I never liked it. Okay. So, how do you fix this? How do you make people who are practical like me hmm. to start liking the education system? Firstly, did you see the new education? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. That's what. So, when you see that it is broken so badly, you have to take these steps. And I think education has had a um, Bitter sweet uh, problem this uh, because the COVID because you as you know so my admission uh, so my first semester got shifted onto online mm-hmm. so I am going to do all my the first semester online from Sangli itself same, yeah. so mm-hmm. you 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 also have the same problem yeah. your exams are postponed November and yeah. Yeah, yeah, been partially promoted. Partially so. promoted. <laughs> Temporarily promoted. Yeah. So when you think about all of this, you understand that it is so bad. So you are going to a very good college. I know that, and the college that I am going to is good. I don't know. It's um, if it is amazing, but it is it is good. So so these colleges are facing huge problems. Just imagine the colleges that are not funded well. Oh, uh, colleges that are not good enough. Think about the rural thing. Rural yeah. schools. People who don't have internet access. What are they going to do? Sure. How are they going to fix it? Yeah. Because all we do is now online. Mm-hmm. Everything is online. You buy things online. Man, I saw this one like in short, okay, and it says like uh, one farmer. I mean, a cow you want to call Marathi, okay? He sells a cow, the only one and only household cow, what he had for income, to get his mobile, uh, uh, get his son a mobile for online education. Yeah. yeah, and I think who Sonu Sud, I think he helps him with money or something. So it became a thing. It became it came into the news. Yeah, really But think about it, okay? But think about it. If you have to sell your only source of income for getting a mobile phone just to educate your child, just so that the academics of your son or your daughter isn't affected. Yeah, I think. And like we think, like we have, we are privileged. I think yeah. to have internet, to have smartphones, to have 4G connectivity, everything. And that's what 
it humbles you, you know, mm. when you think about people like these yeah. when they feel so bad. So even even my dad runs an organization. We had built a jalehar, and I see people they are suffering so much, so so very much. They don't know what to do because the people who are in tent right now they don't know what the future holds for them, mm. and all the eggs for their family are in their bucket. Mm-hmm. And, they don't succeed their family goes out they don't have a concept because they have trusted in the education system enough to educate the student rather than putting him into labor oh. so it becomes so bad for them it becomes so important for them that they figure out a way to get out of it and mm. um, yeah so i think these are the huge problems that we're facing and the change which had to come had, has come now the government has taken a few steps in the right direction i feel i don't think i i, I have not read the whole thing but from what i hear from i think my dad has read the whole thing and he has explained it to me that the education system is moving towards becoming more practical yes. more understanding towards students I think the biggest problem that education system had was not trusting the students. Mm. But the okay. students were the students. So if you break a test here, let's say in a lab, mm. you are the culprit. You you pay the fines. You do things. Mm. You so you are not allowed to make mistakes at all. Okay. <laughs> breaking a test tube and un- unintentionally obviously yeah obviously unintentionally <laughs> why would somebody break it intentionally no, no. we used to break break beakers man <laughs> so no, yeah, anyway i, I think yeah so yeah, obviously there there has to be an understanding right people who do it purposely they have to just because a few people do it purposely that does not mean that the teachers have the right to Take it away from everybody, yeah. right? So then implementing it was the biggest challenge, and hats off to the government for it. So I, I don't think they have implemented it yet. So yeah, but I think, yeah, obviously they are going. To yeah, so I think there are. Yeah, yeah. Decision is important. Firstly and secondly, these I think teachers are a lot. Um, I think who can I say? Um, still stuck in the past. Stubborn, stubborn. Yeah, <laughs> they don't like change at all. um and i think that that has to change for for uh, for all of this to work it has to change we'll get to now yeah so i think I'm, that is the positive so that is a positive that i have taken from this quarantine so i've i've gotten to know that there are actually people who are thinking about what is good for the people in the government there are a few people not everybody not every politician might be great but yeah. there definitely has to be somebody who is thinking about that yeah yeah maybe that that person needs help mm-hmm. maybe this sector needs help and they are trying to trying their hard yeah. not just this government mm-hmm. i think every government in every country has these people and i think i have realized that it's very important that we recognize them mm-hmm. rather than just saying the government is bad or i'm not saying that it's about just our government it's about every government even the trump administration has gone through so much bad but you see some glimpses of hope like from dr fauci mm. he gives honest opinions he has been in research he has been a lot 
So, so see and you feel that like yeah. Sorry, Trump are really. <laughs> yeah. Today we just talk about Trump himself as a whatever. Yeah. So, so this, so this, this is called a silver lining, right? So this is the silver lining that I have seen, and it gives me hope, honestly. Yeah. It gives me, it gives me hope, so that the future can be better. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a quote from Sushant's redemption, mm-hmm. hope is never a bad thing. Yeah. So, uh, so when you. Yeah. so i i really honestly feel that and what are the few positive things that you have taken from the quarantine so from the news at least first of all the thing that this just struck me the most was gratefulness gratefulness for the small things that are happening that i have in my life already yeah and who we we like just don't appreciate them or just i would say just we just don't acknowledge them in like uh, the pre pandemic world yeah yeah right for example like having good friends having good time yeah. having like good family having good caring friends that's it and the other day i told you about this girl who was talking to me on instagram and um, i just asked her what is going on with you and she just asked me what is going on with me and at that time it struck me okay i told her that uh, i'm playing like obviously we both go to running in the morning then football in the evening. we went to once okay whatever <laughs> the the serene just showed up but uh, yeah it has been raining a lot so we didn't go for a run after that <laughs> but whatever okay then uh, tennis for you and uh, football in the evening and then at the night we play table tennis almost for 3 months now every day yeah. so we just did something very unknowingly that i that struck me yesterday you know what we did we didn't we just kept ourselves busy we didn't give the time i mean have you heard that i mean, I, i can't translate it but khali dimag shaitan ka ghar have you heard that yeah, yeah. obviously if you think about it i i talked to some of my friends okay and when i asked them what you did the whole day or what you did in this quarantine they go like i was serious man then i slept and how many times you sleep in a day that was the question <laughs> like really how many hours do i sleep no how many times do you sleep in a day <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it's easy to think about it. Yeah, I think keeping yourself busy is one of the things. And yeah. I think I have been able to keep myself busy because the um because I work out in the morning a lot and I uh, stretch a lot and I think fresh air has become a massive thing that I honestly took for granted. I I did not know fresh air was such a motivating thing for me because it even Pune yeah such a better no, also I, when we come to fresh air no i would say the pollution that has the gone down yeah, yeah. so much i've i've seen so much news about the pollution going down and you can see like canada from punjab जॉन दिस वॉट इज इट कर 
I think it was brilliant. I don't know why he stopped, but he just yeah, he would just used to come and here's the good news. Yeah, and because he media is portraying so many like bad news. And he's like yeah, yeah, and it becomes so popular, and it started like I started looking forward to that, and I really liked it for the for as long as it lasted. I think ten yeah. episodes. Okay, so. It was so highlighting good news. So that's what being grateful for what we already have is a massive thing because you you put your mind into that loop mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah you have to be grateful. You you become more positive. Right. So also the other thing about it is like the NO two concentration in air. Yeah. The concentration. I heard about this one thing. NO two concentration. NO two concentration. Yeah. So basically, what we the the basic cause of the the most of the pollution what we have in the country and the concentration even I I, I I think it has been a Stanford University like research survey I would say so there is a thing called particulate matter in the air which is the the leading cause of most of the chronic respiratory diseases so um, I read this about like when when China was under lockdown okay obviously the whole of the China wasn't under lockdown. For the most of the time, but uh, yeah, the provinces regarding and uh, provinces surrounding Wuhan. Okay, so there was a study like if obviously if it would strike your mind if air pollution uh, is decreasing, so people who died due to air pollution and uh, the people who suffered due to air pollution, obviously they should survive a bit more. I mean, obviously it struck my mind at that time. Then I see this survey which goes like due to I won't. I didn't believe it in the first time. I mean, in the first month, I accepted, and turns out it is true. So it says like just due to one month of lockdown, okay, almost seventy-seven people are seven people. No, seventy-seven thousand people. Seventy-seven thousand people in China. They this this is got away. You know the respiratory diseases what they might have faced. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just just one month. Yeah, I, that gives you a scale of um, how how much we how much pollute how much pollution we create every month. And has like destroyed nature in general. Not exactly destroyed, but that is what it needs to function at the full efficiency that it is. Yeah. So if we are doing something to help it out, help out. Then it is a good thing. I also saw that this post okay, the, like why India is elephants getting into the city just because the cities were so abandoned yeah. that basically like the dolphins, the nomadic dolphins, they people sighting uh, them. Yeah. So many other things like you just nature basically started recovering. Recovery, is what yeah. I feel. The ozone layer. Yeah. Everything else. But I don't know how much uh, honest these. I'm mean, obviously they are like a bit fake. I mean, not fake, but I think they are yeah, exaggerated a little bit. Yeah. Firstly and secondly, the bad things are not too bad always, and the good things are not too great. Mm-hmm. There is something in between, but people don't like to have normal you news. You know what people do because of like we talked about this the other day while playing. Okay, if uh, for example, suppose they say that 2020 is a leading cause here. So what happens? Suppose we set them like a, a thing, a mental thing that twenty twenty is really going to be bad for everyone. First of all, the pandemic happens. Afterward, no. The, the first, the, the Australian fire start. The yeah. Australian fire start, then the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Okay, that was huge, like devastating for most of the people who fall in here. Afterward, the pandemic strikes in. 
the recent one, the the Beirut blast. What we saw. Uh, there were so many things in between. Maybe. In between, but I think I just I, I yeah. just we just need to summarize it in a bit. So yeah, the that thing. Okay, afterwards, like. coming into like if you see like people start posting so many things how 2020 bad and how much you know worse it can be yeah okay everything happens it is blamed on to the year or i'll say you know just you just throw fire into the you just throw fuel into the fire and you're just pushing the agenda yeah. that 2020 is bad yeah you you're not thinking about exactly why it is or is this common or has this happened before before yeah nobody sees it you, you just And it is the part of the media to just like just make sort of a chatpata news yeah. more and more, and just to just you know promote the wrong ideas. So getting on with it. So I think there has been a lot of as I told you that a lot of people are realizing that how powerful all the technology around them is. Yeah. So how powerful their laptops are mm-hmm. because they can do so many things that.
and uh, obviously tele- telemedicine has been the positive side of this even i'm trying to implement this in our website i'm yeah. trying to like get on to the world you guys have a clinic yeah we and guys have a clinic and i just want my clinic to have the facility of tele and it, 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 it is such a virtual appointment uh, yeah is, uh, everybody is starting to understand how important it is hmm. and it, it should be easier than just physically coming to a hospital i will give you a very great example about it you might have heard it in the news there was one uk report i think it is like an american or uk report okay she takes a selfie she posts on instagram okay and she has a lump of like a carcinogen in her neck okay? i mean not carcinogen i mean a lump of like what you can say uh basically an aggregation of cells all that okay yeah. and she posts and um, a, a user instagram user who is a 50 60 year old lady she points out that i had a similar lump in my neck in the almost the same area and it turned out to be carcinogenic cancer okay. so you can go and check it out yeah. turns out that the lady the reporter the news reporter she goes and she checks the same thing out and it turns out to be cancer okay yeah. okay so imagine if she never went over there i mean the the, the lady never commented on her post yeah. okay and even obviously like nowadays we can't go to even general medicine just to get a checkup because we are like horrified and paranoid about you know the dentist and the i mean the doctors can now this yeah 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 uh, so getting on with it uh, i think the the physiological concept of it ഡിനൽ how the fuck can this happen to me when i am like going to my meeting and i am already late okay so first stage is denial second is anger you really get angry upon the car service that you took and the maintenance whatever the car is third is the bargain you you know your engine is like screwed still you try to like ignite the igni- i mean you try to uh, just start the car by like uh, pressing the keys and afterwards push the car push the car yeah. okay the fourth is depression you feel sad about yourself that okay there is i think there is no way around it and uh, it is just it was just bound to happen with me the fifth is acceptance acceptance is like just acknowledging that your car is not going to start up and you have to get maybe probably book a taxi or cab just to get to work and just attend the meeting the the thing is Uh, for the best remedy i would say or the best solution is to move from the first phase of denial to acceptance real quick yeah. just i would just like demonstrate the same i mean represent the same with the pandemic situation if you just accept that the pandemic is here and the virus is here and just accept the reality i think we can just solve the problem real quick rather than denying and being angry with a state or a country yeah right yeah so 
so just in conclusion what i would like to say is that whenever so i try to see that in myself that whenever i'm going through something that is tough for me i try to focus on what i can do so yeah, i've read this great book uh, called the personal mba he mentioned in, uh, he has mentioned a great concept in that it's called the locus of control okay so basically you the news basically gives you everything that is happening in the world yeah so let's say the bomb blast everything the global news global news huh. so can you do something about it Most of the time, you know, no. you cannot. 99% you cannot do anything about it. Hmm. So, what he suggests is rather than uh, ruminating on those problems, you just go ahead and you do what you do. What so, is in control? Yeah, what you have in control, what you can do. So, let's say for the Black Lives Matter, hmm. I thought I should do something, and I started thinking of. the ways i can help mm-hmm. so the ways i can help is maybe donating to people maybe seeing in myself if they if i am racist towards somebody else in my community so uh, if uh, i am so i think racism comes from something that is that has just the been translated from brain, yeah it has it has come in your brain without you knowing it mm-hmm. So these unknown biases. Do we have these unknown biases? Do we do we actually think about what we say to others? Do we actually care about what they will feel when you say that? Yeah. And am I honestly being honest when I'm selecting somebody or talking to somebody, or am I just putting them in a category before, like even coming to know to them? Uh, yeah. So these are the things that I started thinking. That these are the ways in which I can fight this problem. So that maybe twenty years later, if I become, so if I become a, for me to become a good citizen, these are the, these are the basic things that I will need. You need to work on. Yeah, and that is how I have been thinking on it. Hmm. And this is basically this I can control, right? I cannot control what happened to George Floyd. Yeah. I can control what I talk to, how I talk to people around me. So that is what I've been doing, and I am. Uh, that is why I, that is how I'm trying to stay positive, and uh, that is how I'm trying to get through these hard times. And and yeah. So uh, so I read a great quote uh, about. So it basically says that don't close the book just yet. Just turn the page, yeah. and I think it is great. And I think you, we should try to apply that in our lives. And right. and yeah, I so, think whoever is going through a difficult phase of that, just like what can I say? Just yeah. like the present phase of your life. I I would say everybody is right now. Okay. And just just think about it like a you know a new normal a new norm, and I think everyone will get out of this once the you know everything is big uh, back to normal. Yeah, it's more about accepting it. Yeah. It's a lifelong we are still if we are stuck in denial, it's very hard for us to accept it and move on. You have to accept that this is the condition, and these are the things that are going to change. And this. I want this to change in myself so that I'm so that I'm I'm better 
uh, I know better human beings when I came uh, uh, when I come across. Yeah. So people say that the day is darkest before the dawn, right? Mm. So I think we are there. I think I think we can be better than what we were pre-pandemic. I think 100%. we can be stronger mentally, 100%. physically. Yeah. So this was um, uh, so this was a kind of a video that we wanted to do because. We've been going through a lot of things recently, and we have had all of these thoughts. We just wanted to document these. We wanted to see how these thoughts age mm. after, let's say, three years, four years. What we think about the thoughts we have right now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm honestly very excited about what will, what the future holds for. Five years us. after this, when we listen to the same podcast again, yeah, we'll be laughing our ass off. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I hope you guys liked it. I hope uh, you had the patience to listen to the whole thing. Uh, and these, this, these things, uh, I really, I really appreciate these things, you know, because you have a medium to express yourself, document yourself, right. and documentation is the first way of improving yourself. And yeah, that is, I think. that is a good start for me at least and yeah let's see uh, we are working on a couple of book reviews let's see when they come out i hope you guys liked it i'll see you next time stay home stay safe yes bye